Hello, friends. This is the Take the High Road of Kindness podcast, and I'm your host, Faye Wilson. Today, we're going to talk about identity. Boy, that's a big word because so many are seeking identity. But in realizing my true identity, who am I loyal to? Where does my commitment lie? Who do I pledge my allegiance to? Who? Who am I, who gets my faithfulness? Who gets my obedience? (laughs) Let's think about it. So in realizing my true identity, where is my allegiance? Where does it lie? Who or what do I pledge my heart to? Who really, really, really has my heart? Who or what really has me? The word of God must not be watered, must not be watered down with anything. So whether it's traditions or religious habits, you know, those things that maybe we grew up with that were not right or true according to the word of God, because you do know that the word of God is the standard by which everything else is measured. And so maybe uh, it was maybe we grew up with certain traditions certain habits that were contrary to the word of God. But the word of truth, the word of God can stand on its own. Nothing else is needed. It's tried and it's tested. It's a sure thing. It needs no additions or subtractions. So we must take it as it is or not at all because he doesn't change it to satisfy our comfort. He doesn't change his word to make me comfortable. Uh -uh. So it doesn't matter the culture you find yourself a part of or what what part of the world you live in. The word of God, the, the word of the living God is forever settled. It doesn't change to please us. He doesn't change it to please anybody. It's forever settled. It's eternal. And so it doesn't change just because times change. The word of God doesn't change just because fads change. It doesn't change just because systems change. It is the one sure thing. The word of God is that one stable factor or element in our lives. He wants to be that one stable thing in our lives, if nothing else is stable in our lives, everything else may be chaotic, but he wants to be, he and his word want to be that one stable thing, that glue that holds it all together. Let's talk about it. Hi friends, this is Faye, and today we're talking about identity. Recently, I was talking with a friend, and I was reminded of how the Lord so lovingly draws us to himself. He draws us. It doesn't matter how much we know or don't know about him. 
sometimes we think it's based on, you know, I got to know this, I got to know that, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it doesn't matter how much we know or don't know about him. I'm so thankful that he doesn't leave such a critical matter up to our level of knowledge or understanding of him. Because what if, I mean, I mean, come on, we don't know him. Initially, we don't know him. And so I was reminded of Abraham and how he was not satisfied with the gods or the idols that they worshiped while he lived among his relatives. You know, oftentimes we're raised a certain way. Some of us are raised uh, in, in certain environments where uh, our beliefs, we believe different things or nothing at all, you know, um, but I'm one that believes, you, you know, you're going to believe something. You believe something one way or another. And so <clears throat> Abraham wasn't satisfied with the things that they worshipped while he lived with his relatives. It wasn't getting him what he wanted, even though they faithfully worshipped these idol gods. It's, it wasn't pro producing what he was believing for. Obviously, Abraham longed for more. And so these false gods couldn't satisfy the longing within him. He and his wife wanted children. And I'm sure they had, because they had many gods, they had a god for fertility, fertility, but no baby, <laughs> you know. And so perhaps he couldn't even explain what, what, what it was he longed for, but God in his great wisdom and mercy knew the longing of Abraham's heart. God knew the desires of Abraham's heart. The psalmist declares that he feels the longing in our souls with his goodness. We're talking about God. Even when Abraham didn't know who God was, God began to draw him. I'll never forget how uh, in my own life, God began to draw me uh, you know, just tugging on my heart with things like, why am I here? Why do I exist? What is my purpose? Is God really God? Does he really exist? With questions like that, that doesn't just come randomly from nowhere. God begins in his infinite wisdom, begins to draw us, causing us to seek and to search. And so God began to draw Abraham. God began to talk to him. Abraham didn't know this unknown God. Yet there was a hunger within him for more. He didn't have a clue about this unknown God. All he knew was the, the little idol gods that they worshipped in his family. There was an emptiness with the way things were in Abraham's life. And so it is in a lot of our lives. There's emptiness, emptiness. Things are not happening. There's a void. So I believe God places this hunger within us that nothing else satisfies. No matter how I try to fix it, no matter what I try to plug this hole up with, whether it's uh, partying, whether it's drinking, whether it's drugs, whether it's uh, uh relationships with uh, other other 
people to try to satisfy me. Nothing else satisfies. Then the hunger becomes so intense that it drives us out of the norm. And somehow our steps are ordered of the Lord onto a path that leads us right to him. The very place he wants us. Even with our lack of knowledge about him, he still has a way of drawing us to himself. Isn't that wonderful? Even with our lack of knowledge about him, he still has such a loving way of drawing us to himself. He is faithful to us, even when we're not faithful to him. And so Abraham was, of course, connected to his family and could even identify with them because that's all he knew. This was all Abraham knew, yet God was calling him out of that which was familiar to him. Oh boy, that must have been a tug of war in his mind. <laughs> God was calling him out of that familiar place and calling him to himself into a relationship with God. This God that Abraham knew nothing about, God was drawing him to come to me. Wow. And giving him instructions. Mm. This surely was, it, you know, it, it couldn't be comfortable. But as he gave ear to God's voice, he heard things that he had never heard before. These idol gods wasn't making him promises. These idol gods wasn't talking to him. Promises were made to Abraham by this unknown God that pulled on his very heartstrings, on his heart's desires. God began to speak to those areas that were dear to Abraham. And like I said before, he and his wife desired to have children. And now Abraham was, what, 75 years old? Still no children. But because that familiar place no longer satisfied, he stepped out in obedience to the voice of God and he stepped into his destiny. It's amazing how, to me, how God will make us or cause things to no longer satisfy. He brings us to a place where those things no longer satisfy. But lovingly, he, draw, he, he drives us out of that which is familiar with discomfort with things that no longer fill us, no longer satisfy us. So Abraham discovers his identity. Wow. As he steps into destiny and obedience to God, he discovers his identity. He discovered who he really was in God's eyes, not in the eyes of his family because they probably thought he had lost it. Not in the eyes of anyone, but he discovered who he was really in God's eyes. When he stepped into destiny, God's purpose for his life. Abraham didn't know that he was seeking identity, but God's desire was to reveal his plan for Abraham and his unborn seed, his children, by partnering with him and bringing it to pass. Wow. 
God wanted a relationship with Abraham just as he wants relationship with us. He's still the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. He's still the same. Abraham had nothing to lose by trusting this unknown God. He had nothing to lose. None of his heart's desires were being fulfilled where he was. So I guess he figured, why not? What do I have to lose? Mm, but everything to gain. I'm so grateful that God doesn't leave us to ourselves and that he fills the hungry heart with his goodness. I'm so glad he doesn't leave it up to us to find him. <laughs> oh boy, we can't find our left foot without help. <laughs> he draws us by his goodness. He draws us in his wisdom. And oh, what mercy. Drawing us constantly, daily. Drawing us to himself. Bringing people across our paths. Dropping little nuggets in our heart. Wow. It's all because he's good. It's all because he's wise. It's all because he wants us to know who we really are. He wants us to know our true identity, not what some label somebody has put on us, not some label, not some something someone has told us about ourselves. And so this must be who you are. Uh-uh. God, our creator, our source, he is the one who tells us who we are. He is the one who tells us who we are. What a loving father, what a good God he is. Mm. I want you to, wow, do like Abraham. Turn the page. If you're not satisfied with what you're getting, if you're not satisfied with where you are, why would you stay there? <laughs> why would you stay there? Turn the corner. Do something different. There's more for you. We often ask for more. But we're scared. We hesitate. We're timid about moving forward. I don't know about you, but I, I don't, I'm not, if I'm not satisfied in a place or satisfied with a situation, I'm not going to stay there. Mm -mm. Sooner or later, you got to get up and move forward. God has so much more for, for you and me. He has so much more. And he wants to feel that hunger in your heart with his goodness. Identity. Your identity, our identity, is found in him alone. Go for it. You have nothing to lose but everything to gain. God bless you. Oh, my, oh, my, oh, my. <laughs> what a way to go. What a way to go.
no longer staying in our comfort zones, no longer settling for, well, this is just the way it's going to be. This is just my lot in life. This is just my what, what, uh, uh-uh. there's more. There's more. Abraham didn't have a clue who he was, but yet God called him the father of nations. The father of nations. What is he calling you? What is he calling you? You won't know if you stay in your comfortable place. It's going to take guts. It's going to take risk. Oh boy, you know that had to be a risk for Abraham to leave all, to leave his family. He left that familiar place. He left everyone, his family, that that he knew. He left those gods that he knew. And he went where God led him. And so must we. If we're going to walk in our true identity, if we're going to step into destiny, it's not going to just happen. Nothing just happens without aiming purposefully, aiming purposefully. So I challenge you today, (laughs) come on out of that comfort zone because you're not satisfied. So why sit there? Why sit there and settle? Mm -mm. Arise woman of God, arise, oh man, arise, you, get up, get up, go to your destiny, get up, destiny awaits, get up, find your true identity in Christ alone. (laughs) So much more for you. Blessings to you today. I love you. I love you. I love you. And I'm so agreeing with you that your destiny will be revealed to you, that your identity will be revealed to you as you pursue the one with the answers. I'll see you here next week, same time, same place, as we take this high road of kindness together. God bless you. See you next week. Bye-bye.